Welcome to Kaholan Island. We're here as your complete guides, and we're here to guide you. Uh, my name is Zach. My name is Ryan. And we're here to guide you on everything you need to know about tile B12. B12 is the tile where Grandpa Ulrira lives, um, along with Grandma Ulrira, who is also called Grandma Yahoo, I found out. Who calls her that? Uh, one of the devs in uh, one of the interviews I was looking at about this tile. This tile made me start looking into a lot of the <laughs> um, like interviews that they did with uh, the developers for the original release and for the deluxe release. That's cool. Uh, and I got to know, I feel like I got to know some of them. Uh, and like, even though I forget what website I was at, we'll probably talk more about it when we find more to say about it, but two different quote unquote interviews, more like questionnaires where they gave, they asked each person on the team a list of things uh, like what was a dream you recently had um, or what's your type as in like a romantic partner and uh, other more or less substantial stuff and one person said well I have a lot to say about this tile let me get on my notes let's start out right away with Coholint Island has telephones yeah like so not only lines. do they have a crane game and photography but they have like a network of telephones that goes across the island where are the cables underground i guess they must be underground because the telephone booths are all trees now i'm gonna look at where they gonna are look? to each other and start thinking of where these oh man this is bad i should need to abandon this but i'm gonna go with it anyways so grandpa ulrira I don't know how they expect us to pronounce his name. He doesn't like to talk in person. If you come in and talk to him in his house, he's like, uh, I think you should probably call me on the phone. And then the, like, the narrator of the game has to cut in and say, hey, he's not going to talk to you. Go try a phone booth. Um, and that is like a cool character trait. We can kind of relate to being antisocial, potentially agoraphobic. Um he uh we if you have met the photographer and you come up and like press against the window of this house the photographer comes over and he kind of creepily points his camera into the window to get a shot of grandpa Ulrira, 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 talking on the phone really enthusiastically because he loves talking on the phone he just does it's great yeah um that kind of reminded me of the wind waker thing where you have to like clandestine photo mm. people yeah uh what, what is it it's it's the two people that like each other but won't admit it right and so you take the photo of them as they're like passing each other and for like a split second they look oh, at each other that's so good that reminds me of that but also mm. like, in both ways it's kind of an invasion of personal space a little bit and it's interesting that uh like, it's almost as if the invention of the camera in Zelda Land immediately <laughs> creates that destruction of privacy. Yeah. 
How interesting. And how interesting that this was an idea as far back as, uh, I guess, 1998. Uh, well, whatever. Who cares about privacy? Um, Grandma Urura, or oh, she's cool. Mrs. Yahoo, she's, she's standing outside here at the top start of the game. Yeah. She's the opposite of her husband. She's very enthusiastic and wants to scream at you and say Yahoo. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. So she just sits out there in front of the place sweeping. And it's kind of implied through other dialogue that she kind of cleans up more than just her house, but cleans like a lot of everything. Well, she ends up in Animal Village. Yeah, so it the sequence of events that I have is that she hangs out there for most of the game. Mm-hmm. And then during the trading sequence, uh, her broom will break. And oh, then, that's that's the thing is I didn't realize it had broken. I thought she just misplaced one or lost it. So do get... you see her like I know that she's in Animal Village when you have the broom to give to her? No, not necessarily. Because when I no, there's not no oh. no, she moves there after a certain point in the game. Because I in my okay. most recent playthrough gave it to her when she's standing outside of her house because I did the thing really early. Interesting. Um, so I'm assuming that that means that she moved. I because I didn't realize she would do that there too. So she must move at a certain point in the game. Interesting. Uh, but what hell happened? So, so my sequence of events was wrong too. So two things there. One, she's part of the trade sequence where she conveniently loses her broom at the, as the, at the same time that you acquire a new broom, mm-hmm. which tr- furthers the trade sequence and she'll give you a hook that she picked up, um, a fishing hook. Right. Um, and then I guess separate from that, she also will relocate herself to Animal Village, uh, I think a substantial way through the game. I don't think it's till like Dungeon 6 or 7 that that happens. Hmm. Um, that's kind of curious. I didn't realize when, when we run into her again, maybe we'll have to figure out. And that'll be t- It's tough to verify these things because like, it's not reasonable for us to like keep replaying through the game to figure out these. There are uh, what the ways. game is like at this. Okay. There are other ways. I'll we'll look into this. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she's cool. She's. Um. Oh, there's a really good note here. Mm. I was talking to X Keeper, uh, the person who runs TCRF. Uh, that's the cutting room floor. Uh, it's a website that digs into stuff like this. That gets in the nitty gritty like this. And, uh, in the. Oh, I'm gonna get this wrong. No, no, I'm correct. In in the original version of the game, one of her lines is "Yahoo, I'm fine," or <laughs> "How about you?" or something like that. But she okay. specifically uses "Yahoo" as like a greeting. Sure. And then in the virtual console version, they change that to remove oh. "Yahoo." Yeah. And now I can't find it. Uh... It might be under the deluxe version. Oh, I'm not. That's because this isn't TCRF. This is Wikipedia I'm on. <laughs> We're all super prepared and ready to go. With all, of I facts. have like a page of notes in front of me. So speak for yourself. Uh. Anyway, so yeah, I have a but page they, but about they, this tile. But they changed it away from Yahoo to be. What did she say? Hooray! Like. I don't remember exactly. I'll look it up while you're talking about the rest of the So, um, 
people who listen to this podcast probably are familiar with the Iwata Asks series of interviews that Satoru Iwata did uh, with different developers from Nintendo talking about old games. And actually in the Link's Awakening series, the, the interview list of articles or series of articles, uh, the guys are actually talking about Link's Awakening waiting for Iwata to show up. And uh, someone reminds uh, Takashi Tezuka that he's the one who wanted this game, Link's Awakening, to be like Twin Peaks. That's, and That's a show I've heard of. What? That's a show I've heard of. Yes. Um, interestingly, the like the most obvious connection you can draw between Link's Awakening and Twin Peaks is the role of dreams in both narratives. But I guess the dream idea was uh, Yoshiaki Koizumi's uh, input. And what inspired uh, Tezuka from Twin Peaks was the idea of a small town filled with suspicious types. The translator of these interviews uses the phrase suspicious types. And I think that's such a weird way to talk about the people in Link's Awakening who are not like creepy. No, they're not. You don't think that they're up to something. Yeah, but it's more that they kind of have their own agendas. Mm hmm. -hmm. It kind of it lends more personhood to them that it's like, oh, yeah, all these people kind of have their own thing going on. Um, but I think in the people on this tile, Grandpa and Grandma Ulurira, you have some very Twin Peaksian characters. The Grandpa is a lot like Harold Smith, the agoraphobe who uh, lived alone with his orchids, uh, but was very useful to talk to if you managed to talk to him. And Grandma Ulurira is a lot like Nadine Hurley, because she's crazy. I don't know that that one jives as well <laughs> she's very outgoing enthusiastic why well, I, I can kind of see uh like remember uh, nadine does a lot of other things on the show but like early on there's a part where um uh who i'm sorry i'm blanking on the name of uh the nice lady peggy lipton's character she recently passed away as of this recording what was the name of the lady she played uh, Norma. Norma Jennings. Um, she runs into Norma Jennings at the store and just like gets way too close to her and starts talking about her drape runners. Uh, that's the kind of thing I can see Grandma Yahoo doing, but yelling about her broom. Yeah. Uh, so I, I see those as very Twin Peaksy characters, a lot more so than many of the other people you see in this game. That checks out. That checks out. I think they said later on... Mm. similar things about Majora's Mask they also wanted to kind of cultivate that I feel like that showed up in some interviews around Majora's Mask as well okay where that was kind of a similar tone they were going for and the the, the twin peaksiness of Majora's Mask is through the roof I wish this was a Majora's Mask podcast <laughs> I wish this was a twin peaks Majora's Mask podcast because I'll be I'd be talking about that all day long um my next question is, whose grandparents are these? I mean, that's probably just like an honorific thing where it's like they're just kind of the grandparents of the village. You sure? Maybe. I uh, mean, they could be Marin's grandparents. Uh, they could be the quadruplets' grandparents. 
that that maybe makes the most sense that it maybe it's the quadruplets. Okay. And po- what's it's like? We're not at the tile yet, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's a weird smattering of people that live on this island. Yeah. That have a hard time when you start pressing them for hard answers about how long they've been there. <laughs> um, I found my thing that I was looking for. Yes. X Keeper told me that. Did you know they made her say hello in the virtual console release? Ah, uh, instead of Yahoo. So just... I said, that's weird. <laughs> Actually, I said something more. I brought up the counter example of that's in line with how in the virtual console version of Star Tropics they changed the yo-yo to star. Oh, yeah. Because yo-yo is technically a copyrighted term, I guess. I don't know how relevant that is, but... But yeah, it's weird. Just a weird change that happens there. Also want to highlight that cool little stone fence around uh, the house, take a look which I didn't notice at the time, but I think might be unique. Oh, no, I was just noticing. Or is it the same tile as the Dream one. Shrine? Uh, oh, yeah, it's like the Dream Shrine is made out of those bricks. Yeah, but it's a cool little brick wall around the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do my notes say? I think there's a chicken here. I don't confirmed. Think there there's a chicken outside. There is okay. Uh, this is the first chicken we've seen, so we can even point out the fact that in this game, much like its predecessor, Link to the Past, you can fight the chicken. Yeah, and it will summon other chickens to fight you back. And I re- respect these animals so much that I can't remember the last time that I caused a lot of chickens to attack me. Uh, did I do it my last playthrough? Surely I did it once during my last playthrough. Uh, oh, there's one other important thing that I gotta ask you about. Yep. Are you are you ready for this, Ryan? Yes, Ryan. Who is okay. the Bucket Mouse? Oh, do you know this? No. Okay, so if you use the phone inside the house, that like the guy says, "Yes, this is the Bucket Mouse." Yeah. Oh, well, uh, goodbye. <laughs> and then it says you got a wrong number. Um, in one of those interviews I was looking at. Uh, Kazuaki Morita, who I don't remember what he did on the game, but he was on the staff. He ex- he says, like, when he's supposed to give a fun fact, he says, uh, the, yes, this is Bucket Mouth you hear when you make a call from Ulrira's house is a real fishing shop, and the owner is actually the guy who runs the fishing pond in Ocarina of Time. Did you know that? So it's not Bucket Mouse. That, in- that, it's Bucket Mouth. Yes. So, it, hang on, let me just parse that again. So It's bucket, a translation error. Yeah, well, that's fine. But So, Bucket Mouth, the guy that Grandpa's talking to on his phone, presumably, mm-hmm. is the guy who runs the Ocarina of Time fishing, fishing pond. pond. Because, there, at the time, there was a real like fishing shop in Japan called Bucket Mouth. Bucket Mouth is another name for largemouth bass. And so I guess the fishing pond guy in Ocarina of Time is based on the proprietor of the fishing shop in real life, who is also appears <laughs> over the phone in this room in Link's Awakening. I wonder if that then I'm going to go for the smaller implication mm-hmm. and say, does that mean that the other fisherman in May Village is Bucket Mouth? Well, that's like what I assumed when i read this too fast yeah <laughs> um i think it makes sense i'm wondering if 
Marita is the one who made uh who added the fishing mini game to this game. That would be an interesting thing to what I read something. I was going through so many interviews that I can't keep all my facts straight. There's definitely an Awad asks about that because they talk yeah. about it a lot. How that was a totally like a. It was like was one guy supposed to be working on other stuff and instead <laughs> made a fully functional fishing game. And they're Amazing. like, "That's cool. Put it in." Um, when we get back to the fishing in this game, maybe we got to revisit that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, cool. Bucket mouth. That's yes. less exciting than some mysterious mouse character, but I'm okay. With I that. know, right? Well, like, There's... because he's a mouse, I thought, well, maybe he's talking to the camera guy. But then he does, that doesn't make sense in the pre-deluxe version. Because exactly. the camera guy hadn't been born yet. But, like, then you play the deluxe version, you're like, there's a mouse in it. Is that Bucket Mouse? <laughs> That's right. So now, like, they, they finally brought Bucket Mouse into the game. So I'm just saying, Switch Remake, let's get Bucket Mouse in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now's your chance to right this wrong. Or, like, <laughs> when you redo, re-release Ocarina of Time again, make it more clear that that guy's name is Bucket Mouse. Yeah. Um, in another one of these uh, interviews, uh, they asked everybody, what should you check out? And, or, uh, yeah, I guess that's what they asked. And Tezuka said, the layouts inside the houses. For example... Grandpa Urura and Grandma Yahoo's house. That's where I got the idea that her name is Grandma Yahoo. You can tell by how near the beds are and how many dressers they have that the two are close and that Grandma is probably a fashionable lady. One might think that because they're close, Grandpa gets his information from everything Grandma learns while doing her cleaning around the island. I really, really enjoyed the fact that they put some thought into these interiors. I actually yeah. wrote down a description. Did I write uh, inside the house is grandpa, a phone, two beds side by side. I did note that. Mm-hmm. I did note that on my notes. So that is cool that they paid attention to the interiors. Cause you got to wonder, like people have made a lot of games and like these people have probably made a lot of games. Sure. And after a certain point of making certain kinds of games, especially in like the nineties, like the late, the eighties through the nineties of making like top down games that are kind of like this, like RPGs and stuff. You probably get really, really tired of doing building interiors. Yeah. And, like, it's cool that they were not jaded enough at this point to get really excited about, like, oh, we put the beds together? And look at how many dressers there are. How many dressers they have? Yeah. Yeah. So it's very good. So that is cool that they still had, they were not jaded enough that they didn't just, like, let that go and just be like, we don't care. Good job. Good devs. Yeah. Good podcast. Thanks. Uh, uh, what tile do you, do you have anything else to say about this tile? I am spoken out on this tile. All right. What tile do you want to do next? I'm going to say C6 is the tile we should do the next time. Okay. Then uh, we'll do that. Okay. <laughs> 